Up World. It's your pass first point guard and Blazer beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Make sure you download the app and join me Wednesdays at 6 p.m. to get in on the action. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. In today's show, we're going to discuss the hiring or soon-to-be hiring of Chauncey Billups. The Blazers have not made it, af- made it official yet, but according to multiple media reports, Chauncey Billups is in line to be the Blazers' next head coach. Uh, today, we are not going to talk about the basketball stuff. Uh, we'll get there. The Chauncey Billups is likely to be the Blazers' coach for a couple seasons, at least. Uh, we can talk about what he might bring to the table as a basketball coach and his acumen and, and what he's done as in this year as an assistant and all those things. We will, we will get to the basketball stuff. But part of this deal is that Chauncey Billups has a background that comes with some baggage that has disappointed, angered, turned off some of the Blazers fan base. And I, I think rightly, like I, I think the sort of the point of this podcast is not to sort of help you draw the conclusion I have or anything like that. I, I, I just want to lay it out here for you, kind of um, how the Blazers landed on Chauncey and the larger implications of what uh, giving him the head coaching role for this particular team means. That That's what we will uh, get all into today. A reminder, though, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. So the best tasting protein bar in the market comes in nine delicious flavors. They're good and good for you. Each of them have at least 17 grams of protein and five grams of net carbs or fewer. Uh, they got nine, nine delicious flavors, all of which are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew with that candy bar-like texture. So don't wait around. Go get yourself some of these bars. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your first order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right. So the Blazers have made their coaching hire. Not official yet, but according to multiple media reports, Sean Strani of The Athletic and uh, and, and Sam, along with Sam Amick of The Athletic and ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, Chauncey Billups is, is going to be announced as the Blazers' head coach. This... The Blazers stuck with the candidate that appeared to be their top choice from the jump. Uh, according to... Reports from Mark Stein of, of uh, the New York Times and soon to be Substack as Mark Stein goes independent. Mike D'Antoni, current uh, Nets assistant, was viewed as the second in the running. And Becky Hammond, Spurs, longtime Spurs assistant, was considered the third choice for the Blazers. I don't think this was a sham interview process. Like I have, I've seen that take out there that this was all a, a, a charade or whatever. Um, I don't think that that's the case. I think more so that Chauncey Billups was the top choice and the other candidates were operating from far behind. He was always going to be the number one choice. Uh, and the other candidates had to sort of um, would have had to wow the Blazers in a way to, to really elevate themselves above Chauncey Billups. This is an unfamiliar, like if you've had any other professional job where there's clearly they've headhunted and figured out who they want and they run a real interview process just to make sure that they didn't get it wrong, but they have their preferences from the beginning. The thing that was false was when Neil Olshay said there were 20 to 25 candidates. That was obviously BS. It was BS at the time. No one even asked him because everyone knew what the deal was and he went out of his way to tell us um, that at his press that there were 20 to 25 five candidates uh and yet 
Chauncey Billups, who was named in the in in the same tweet where Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN <laughs> announced Terry Stotts had been fired. Uh, Maybe string of tweets, but the same minutes. Uh, Chauncey Bills was listed as a potential name to fill the role, and now he's hired here. So if there was a list of 20 or 25 candidates at the time, the name at the top of the list was Chauncey Billups. So I think we can, we know how this process went down. This Chauncey was who they wanted. That's who they stuck with. Um, but it wasn't just Neil Olshay who wanted him. Certainly it was Neil Olshay's preference. He runs the team. He has um, a, a great deal of control, perhaps um, by, by some reports, maybe the most control over, over team personnel of any executive in the league. Certainly a ton of control over, over, over hires and fires and all those things on the basketball side. But Damian Lillard, Blazers franchise pillar and star point guard, reportedly sat in on Chauncey Billups' second interview. Um, there was a Skype interview and, 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 uh, or, Video conference interview might have been on Zoom. I don't, I don't know who I'm marketing here. It was, it was a video conference interview, and Dame joined the video conference, right? Like, um, this, that's that's relatively uncommon. That reporting comes from Brian Winhurst of ESPN. Um, this was, you know, this the the team doesn't move forward without Damian Lillard's blessing. When the names were first reported in the hours after Stotts is, um, or potential names reported in the hours after Stotts is firing, Damian Lillard said his two preferences were Chauncey Billups and Jason Kidd. It seemed like, uh. The team never considered Kidd, but uh, Dame Dame did like Jason Kidd as a candidate, and the team always liked Billups, and and Dame was okay with it. And then after you know being involved in the interview process in a way that maybe very few other NBA stars are, the Blazers landed on landed on Billups. Chauncey Billups was going to get a job in the league. Um, if the Blazers didn't hire him, someone else was going to. He was considered a candidate to lead the Cleveland Cavaliers front office at one point before they landed on keeping Gobi Altman. Uh, he was rumored last year to be, get a potential assistant general manager job back in Detroit um, as they restructured their front office around Troy Weaver and said they were going to bring in Billups to be like, you know, one of the one of the lead guys in the front office. Uh, if you've been listening to this show, you knew this news was coming. Chauncey Billups has been the clear choice since the moment Terry Stotts has let go and nothing has changed. Uh, the process has been a little bit drawn out and uh, sort of the news merchants of the league have tried to let us think that the Blazers are like slowly progressing towards um, hiring Chauncey Billups because of some deep vetting process. But really, they wanted Chauncey to be the guy. And unless something came, got in the way that they saw as um, a more appealing candidate or a deal breaker, and we'll talk about this giant deal breaker in the room momentarily, that Chauncey was going to be the person that they hired. On Tuesday, the Trailblazers are going to hold a press conference to announce Chauncey Billups as the next head coach of the franchise. If you have mixed feelings, or just straight up bad feelings about that, I think it's fair, and that's what I want to discuss to close out the show. But before we discuss that, I've got to talk about Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Anything you want. Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, the WNBA, MLS, NWLS... NHL, UFC, MMA action, horse racing, you name it, they got it. So don't sit on the sidelines. Head on over to their website, betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus when you're making your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. The promo code is LOCKEDON, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listen to Locked On Blazers. And we're still talking about the Blazers hiring Chauncey Billups to be their next head coach. Nothing's official, but it's going to happen this week. And uh, 
when this news broke, there was some, uh, you know, negative reaction on the internet. That's 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 how that happens. But uh, if you were to believe the timeline, uh, around after 5 p.m. on Friday, the Blazers, you know, offered Chauncey Billups the job. They interviewed him on Wednesday, uh, decided he was the guy, and then and then after. Um, their vetting process of two days went through. They decided to offer him the job formally on Friday, uh, and then they'll work out the contract details from there. Uh, this, if it feels like the Blazers have had back-to-back Friday evening news dumps during the playoffs, uh, first firing Terry Stotts and then hiring Chauncey Billups, their last two big news have come during a playoff game on Friday night. Does if it seems like that, it's because that's what they've been doing. It's very clearly, it's very clearly intentional. Even if you believe the timeline, um, you don't have to be a genius to know. <laughs> To know that uh, reporting news late on a Friday evening during the NBA playoffs, um, when there might be some backlash, could have some intentionality behind it. And there have been some negative responses to that Chauncey Billups news, and that is a fair response. In 1997, Billups was charged in a rape case, the details of which I will not go into here out of respect uh, for anyone who has dealt with sexual assault uh, in the past. If you are interested in finding out more and reading for yourself, uh, the Washington Post has a write-up, and uh, I would direct you to former guest on this podcast, Eric Griffith's Twitter feed, where he has also detailed those allegations. Uh, They are gruesome. But the case did not go to trial. The charges were dropped, and Billups eventually settled out of court in a related civil suit. Uh, The Blazers are going to say that they conducted their own private investigation. Um, And they're going to say that they're comfortable with what they found. They're going to note that the charges were over 20 years ago, and that they were eventually dropped, and that... uh, from what they what from what they deeply looked into and deeply vetted the situation that they're comfortable with what happened i do not believe that people should be judged by their worst deed i don't believe that any of us should have to be labeled by our lowest and our worst moments however i strongly believe that our society does not hold abusers accountable period and that the folks who are left to deal with the aftermath of abuse are those that suffered from it To me, this is less about debating the guilt or innocence of Chauncey Billups. Uh, That happens in in courts in America. This is more about the larger failing of our society. Billups has worked for ESPN. He currently works for the Los Angeles Clippers. Other large public entities have deemed him worthy of employment. The Blazers aren't the first to do so. They're just the latest, and they'll be giving him a prominent role where he's the face of the franchise. It doesn't do us any good, and it's not even the point of sort of the critique of this whole situation to go deeper into guilt or innocence or the court system or all that. The point is that there is this, there is a gruesome rape charge in Chauncey's past in a way that other candidates didn't have. Uh, you can you can cast a wider net, as I've said multiple times on this, on uh, in this space. That said, other, like I said, other entities and, and, and people who work in sports really respect and like Chauncey Billups. Like I said, I don't, I, I think as, as a whole, we just have a bad way of, we have no way of holding abusers or alleged abusers or, or whatever you want to call it accountable for things. Um, you can say that, that the court already did that, whatever. I know, um, like I said, I'm not going to try to convince you to think how I think. I know what I believe. However, I also think it, w- it would be doing a disservice and, and I mean this very wholeheartedly, if I didn't mention that there's a racial element to this. Chauncey Billups is black. 
And there is a tendency in every aspect of American professional life and just American life in general to hold black people to a higher standard of qualifications than their white counterparts. I don't think that's entirely or the only thing at play here, but I do think it's an undeniable part of the discussion around Billups, his past and his coaching fitness. I think a question worth recognizing or considering, even if we're not going to tease it out here, is would a white man have his past transgressions held up against him in the same way were he a candidate for the Trailblazers coaching job? Perhaps not. Or more likely, yes, but in a different way. This The, the racial elements and holding, um, holding black professionals, qualified black professionals, to a different standard than their equally qualified white professionals is just is an undeniable part of the picture. I cannot deny that. But the larger point remains the same. The Blazers have deemed Chauncey Billups worthy of their head coaching position. He's the guy they wanted and they went out and hired him. If you are listening to this now and you're ready or have already decided to walk away from Blazers fandom because of Billups' prior charges, I support your decision to do so. People who have dealt with sexual assault have to live with that trauma every day and seeing someone promoted to a position of power that reminds you and your loved ones of that trauma can be painful. It doesn't matter that it happened 20 years ago. That just means that the trauma has existed for 20 years. Removing yourself from Blazers fandom or checking out from the team for a few years is a reasonable response. And I'd just like to leave it there. The Blazers are not condoning sexual assault with this hire. But they are choosing to hire someone with this charge in their past. They could have casted a much wider net and chose not to. They have made their choice. They're going to make it official on Tuesday. You can make your choice as well. As I'm recording this on Sunday afternoon, I was going to leave it here with my thoughts on the Chauncey Billups situation. But we've got some breaking news and some juicy breaking news. Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports wrote a story that published at 1.34 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. And I'm just going to read you the whole damn thing. It reads, The enormous backlash from the Portland Trailblazers' process to hire a new coach and his concerns on whether a championship contender can be built have become factors that may push the franchise player, Damian Lillard, out the door, league sources tell Yahoo Sports. Lillard has remained loyal to Portland in large part due to the tremendous fan base. But over the last few days, he's seen some of these of those same fans attacking him on social media for a pending coaching hire he played no part in consummating, sources said. Portland is currently in negotiations to make Los Angeles Clippers assistant coach Chauncey Billups its next head coach. The coaching search was conducted by Neil Olshay, the team's president of basketball operations. None of the candidates who were interviewed were from the suggestions were from suggestions from Lillard, sources said. And although the all NBA NBA guard has a relationship with Billups as a coach, announcer, and former player. He had no prior knowledge of the past sexual assault allegations against him from 1997. The Trailblazers are scheduled to announce the new coach on Tuesday. Holy cow. So there is so much to unpack here, but what you are hearing, what you are seeing here, is a real aggressive finger being pointed by Damian Lillard at Neil Olshay. I didn't do it and you did. And he heard the backlash from fans about Chauncey Billups um, 
on Twitter, he responded. Uh, I said Dame was a little bit weird about the responses. He was definitely frustrated with the responses. And here he is floating to the, or having his camp float uh, the possible trade request out of Portland on the heels of this coaching decision. Now, this reads as as just a direct attack on Neil Olshay. Everything about this is a direct attack on Neil Olshay, which, fine, <laughs> that's fine. But um, this is real beef. This is real, this is the first, like, we kind of knew that this was a possibility um, because, you know, if you listen to this podcast, I've been telling you that Dame just appears more frustrated and that the pressure is on Neil to do it um, and that's all of these things, right? But this is, this is Dame or Dame's camp. I, I mean, I, I, I don't want to, like, presume where another journalist got their stuff from, but this reads like it is just, abs- like, Damian Lillard... Damian Lillard's basically exact beef. I I had no idea about these prior allegations and I didn't hire the coach. That was Neil. And if they can't deliver, if Neil can't deliver a championship, then I'm going to request a trade. And I love the tremendous fan base. Lillard has remained loyal to Portland in large part due to the tremendous fan base. Like, that is a man appealing directly to your heartstrings after a messy weekend. Holy cow. Holy cow. Um, Yeah, yes, yes. This is a believable, this is a believable follow-up because, um, you know, here's the, here's the dumbest shit. Here's the dumbest part about all this. You know who Dame wanted? Dame wanted Jason Kidd. So he was, he had no idea of Chauncey Billups' past allegations. Well, Chauncey Billups wasn't charged with anything. He settled out of court. Jason Kidd has multiple domestic assault charges against him. Like, you want to talk about a problematic hire? Kid is kid, kid is the the face of that. Um, d- distancing Dame with that and not reporting that Dame's, um, you know, Haynes has Dame on the record saying, "I want Jay Kid." Reported that the night that Terry Stotts got fired on the record, and he chooses not to include that in this story. You know what the deal is, y'all. It's a little media literacy for you. Damian Lord had no idea of the candidates. He sat in on the second interview. It's his job to know about the candidates or it's the Blazers' job to tell him. And if he's mad that they didn't tell him, that's their own problematic part. If Neil O'Shea loses his job over this, fine. Neil, Neil's had a long run. He's been he's, he's pretty good, but um, probably not like the, the greatest GM that, that is in the league. But he's pretty he's fine at it. Um, he's been pretty good at making in-season trades. Um, he's probably committed too much to his guys. That's his biggest failing. And he's, he's hasn't brought this team as close to a championship as they could be because of his commitment to his own folks. But this story reads as Damian Lillard preparing to ask for a trade, preparing to ask for a trade. He's under contract for four more years. Uh, he, he's, he's owed a bunch, he's owed a bunch of money. It would be a massive package, but if you're trading Damon Lord, you're tearing it down and starting over. You're starting from the studs. You're starting from, you know, you're probably, tra- it probably falls to CJ McCollum trade shortly thereafter, right? Just to get, um, to finish, to wrap it all up. And this is the first time that we have Damian Lord, not on the record, certainly not, uh, He's not tweeting, I don't want to be here like Eric Bledsoe or or having his agent specifically go on the record like Rich Paul in the Anthony Davis situation. No, this is not a, this is as, but this is as close to a public trade demand or a public trade pressure that Damian Lillard is going to put on the franchise. Eventually, I'm going to ask out. He is laying the seeds for demanding his way out of Portland because of um, frustrations and and Neil screwing up this hire and the backlash that it came and the backlash that I, I think maybe rightly Dame felt like 
why did you bury this on a Friday and then make me answer for it? Like stand in front of your own hires. Like, I think that's fair criticism, quite frankly. Um, uh, Dame is, is laying the seed for him to blame Neil Olshay and saying, you blew it and I'm out. And this is it. This is the beginning. This today, Sunday at what, what did I read you the timestamp up Sunday at 1 34 PM Pacific time. This was the, this was the moment that Dame leaving Portland began in earnest. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of the end of the era. I there is, unless you believe Neil Olshay can put a championship team around Damon Lillard in the next 12 months, by the time we get here next summer, I believe this will be 10 times as loud when Dame has just three years left on his contract, not four, and the Blazers have had another season where they're not quite among the elite of the elites in the league. This is the beginning. Sunday, June 27th. Remember it. This is when it started. Dame angling to leave the franchise. The, an era is nearly over. And it could last a little bit longer, but this is it. This is this. You do not do this. You do not hand. You do not hand this. I don't hand is the right word. Chris Haynes doesn't get this story unless you want it out. And he doesn't get this story worded this way unless you want it worded this way. This is a very intentional, very obvious move by the Blazers franchise pillar. And it is a signal that change is on the way. Whether that change is on the way in 12 months, 15 months, or 24, it's unclear. I think it's very unlikely Damian Lillard gets traded this summer. I think he plays out the season with the trade demand hanging quietly in the background. And he can publicly say, I'm loyal to this team and I want to win here. And then... And when it comes down to it, he can say they couldn't deliver it to me and it's Neil's damn fault. And you remember he screwed up this Chauncey thing and left me out to dry to answer answer for questions that I had no idea about. This is the beginning. He has laid the seeds. This sucks. The Chauncey Billups news sucked and and Dame kind of getting this chance to pile on and using it as a way to to say... um, he's, He's, you know, thinking about asking out eventually. You don't think about asking out unless you've already thought about it. This is the beginning of the end. This is whatever's next for the franchise has already begun. We knew that it was a new era when they walked off the floor after that disappointing game six loss to the Denver Nuggets. But now we know for real that this, that, in, that I would say, I'm not even like, I don't want to be like super dramatic here, but barring something, barring something relatively massive changing over the next year, I think there is very, 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 very little chance that Damian Lillard plays out this contract in Portland. I think it's a matter of when, not if at this point. And that sucks. Because Damian Lord has been a joy to watch. He's the best player in franchise history for my money. And it ends like this. Or it begins to end like this, I should say. Maybe the Blazers come back and win the championship. And you you can play back the last two minutes of this podcast for me. Like I'm a big dumb dummy. But uh, this is how it ends. Frustration and then slowly leaking frustrations out to the media. So you can lay the seeds for demanding out. Because you have turned the fan base on the front office. Does the front office deserve blame? Hell yeah. If you've listened to this podcast, I'm blaming those dudes all the time. That's what I'm here for. But to do this in this way, this is just using, this This strikes me as an opportunity when you saw, you were already mad, you're frustrated, this, that's unrelated, you're already, you're already mad, and you see this opportunity to say, you know what, screw it, let's, let's just go ahead and say that I might, I might leave, uh, the, 
It is truly, truly, um, this is the beginning of, of whatever's next for the Trailblazers, of whatever's next. Um, I talked about it here earlier in the show. Uh, I set up the show to talk about Chauncey Billups and all the problematic things that it would come. And one of the problematic things that it wrought is Damian Lillard being frustrated. Whether that's directly tied to that, I don't really believe. But I think that the way that this coaching news came out, burying it on a Friday and then making... I mean, Dame didn't have to get on Twitter and answer questions about it, but people were coming at him on Twitter. Um, uh and if you if you read over the last few days, he's seen some of those same fans attacking him on social media for a pending coaching hire. He played no part in consummating, sources said. I mean, what the hell is that? Um, Damon Lord played a role. Uh, he probably didn't realize how fierce the vitriol was going to be. And he has seized this opportunity to be frustrated to to voice his frustration and start laying the seeds for leaving. This is the beginning of the end. I should probably publish this episode before more breaking news happens, but I am, I'm not even stunned. I, I, this is a reasonable development from what happened. Um, I don't maybe buy all of the BS in that Yahoo Dame story. I don't buy it. Like I'm reading between the lines here, but the idea that Damon Lord is, is frustrated and, and ready for change seems totally believable to me and seizing this opportunity when you're hiring a, a coach with a problematic past to say why did you put me in the line of fire and make it's just a, a wonderful opportunity to seize your chance this is a player's league Damon Lord is seizing control and saying you know what y'all did me wrong you didn't deliver what I wanted I'm ready to go tell your friends about this podcast <laughs> they can get it wherever they already listen to podcasts just search Locked On Blazers will be there waiting for you Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.